0: tonight? I'm good, man. How are you? Doing well, sir. Doing well. That's great. Um, we had a hell of a weekend.
1: Yeah. I'm glad we survived. Um, I wasn't ever really
0: worried about that.
1: Oh, okay. Well,
0: Were you worried about that?
1: I mean, I don't know. Alright. It's
0: Columbus. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's not a whole lot of love lost there. Nope. Um, yeah, it was Bearcat Jam weekend. Um, They didn't do so well. No, but they're a first-year team. It was a first-year team. Um, And if I'm not mistaken, Texas Tech has been doing it a couple years now. Three. All right. And um, obviously, Ohio State's been doing it for some years. Um, You know, I mean, they had some guys that have been there. I think Aaron Crafts might might have actually been there for all, what, four years that they've been doing it now?
1: I think so. Um, Um,
0: I want to say at
1: least three, yes.
0: So, yeah, I mean... No real super surprise there, Uh, but no, I mean, it was an incredible experience to be there. Kind of started earlier last week, which is why we weren't recording as we were at Frickers um, meeting uh, Melvin Levitt and Curtis Bostic uh, with the Bearcat Jam, and that was kind of cool being uh, one of the few people there, so we got plenty of time to, you know, get his ear, get, you know, meet Curtis and kind of talk with both of them for quite a while.
1: Yeah, it's just us and uh, Josh. From, yeah, I mean from the internet.
0: Yeah, so it was <laughs> from the internet. That's, yeah, that guy. That's where he's from.
1: That's weird <laughs> to
0: say, but yeah, he's, he's from the internet. Um, but yeah, it was it was way cool to just kind of be able to, you know, like I said, just talk to them, get to know them, and uh, kind of see where this thing might be going. Um, you know, and then we obviously had a Friday at practice. Uh, it was a media open practice, and I think it was us, some dude who wanted everybody to sign a bunch of posters. Um, channel what nine five? One of them nineteen. All right, I was off on both. That's okay, man. That's all right. But yeah, one of the news outlets was there, <laughs> um, and beyond that, uh, the only other person that was there were the uh, the boosters, uh, the the doc and his wife. Super nice couple. They were super nice. Very nice. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it was a humbling experience for me um, just to kind of know that we are very small in this great wide world of broadcasting. Yes, we <laughs> sports are. Sports coverage.
1: Fox 19 was there for like... 10 minutes. 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, they went and there very long. They probably got more coverage than we did. Probably. I mean, they do broadcast to everyone. Well, I mean... At least at least, he came and asked us if we could provide video for him,
0: which we couldn't. Well, you know what we did get that the news didn't get? We got some interviews. We interviewed every single player. That's what happened. Um, let's have a listen. All right, we got de DeBerry here with us. And, uh, Corey, um, you know, what are you most excited
2: about for the tournament here? I'm excited mostly to be playing with uh, some guys that, was a, a Bearcat way before I was. Um, just been out here with him, learning. You know what I'm saying? Learning some new things. You know what I'm saying? Playing with the big guy, Yancey Gates. Uh, I always wanted to uh, play play with him. You know what I'm saying? But
3: you know say I say came, Two I big came, bodies came, out yeah, there banging yeah, around in practice. <laughs> yeah. So
2: I. Uh, but I came after he graduated. So you know what I'm saying? Now I got a chance to play with him, Cashmere, and some of the older guys. So, sure. You know what I'm saying? So it's a good experience. And I'm happy to. Uh, be around this kind of group of guys and it's motivate me going to my next season you know what I'm saying playing against some some guys that I've been wanting to meet for a while
0: too sure so, absolutely so, yeah I'm um, no excited. excited yeah, and that kind of brings me up to my next question you know what have you been doing since uh, UC I mean you're the youngest guy here yeah, you know yeah. uh, just having left what two seasons uh, ago right two seasons ago yeah. yeah so you know uh, what have you been up to now oh uh,
2: man I just got back from uh, Germany um, a couple months ago got A long season there you know what I'm saying uh End up being there for like nine months okay. because we had a, a good playoff tournament. So, yeah, that was good. Then I came back home to Michigan, uh, spending time with family, been working out a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Getting ready for this big tournament. Usually I rest in the summer, but i uh, getting ready for this big tournament, so I was going nonstop, you know what I'm saying? So now I'm, now, I'm, now I'm just here getting ready for this. Then uh, late August, I had to head back, to open, head back overseas.
0: Very cool. Well, we wish you luck in your next season. Wish you luck in the tournament, and thank you for your time. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right, so we got Yancey Gates here. Yancey, uh, you know, uh, we're excited to see you in the tournament here this weekend. Uh, what are you most excited about with the tournament here? For uh, so real, getting
2: to see some of my old guys, some of my old teammates I played with, some of the older guys. And, uh, so you
0: got how many old teammates here now?
2: Damn near half the team, right? Yeah, about three, four, five. <laughs> Even some of the ones I didn't get a chance to play with, you know, they was there when I was going through the recruiting process, so like Crow, John, Will, I've been knowing them guys since high school, too, so it's just, you know, good to get out on the floor with them again.
0: That's awesome. So, um, you know, what have you been doing since uh, Cincinnati?
2: Uh, I still play. Uh, I've been all over Europe, France, Germany, uh, China, Israel, been all over the place playing. That's awesome. Professional, so.
0: What do you got going on this uh, upcoming
3: season?
2: Uh, probably uh, most likely I'll head back to France okay. for another season in France.
0: Uh, I like France. It's a good country. Good
3: okay.
0: Country. You getting around with the language and all that? No
2: language. <laughs> <laughs> Only basketball.
0: <laughs> Very good. Well, thank you for your time, Yancey. All right, so I got Deontay Vaughn here. Um, Deontay, w- what are you most excited about for this tournament coming up here this weekend?
3: Playing with everybody, you know, uh, playing against, uh, Playing with some of the players I played with, and then better play against a couple other players I didn't get to play with. So it's just, it's just great. I'm excited to just be around everybody that was part of the Bearcat family and get out here to have fun. I was gonna say it's uh, really cool to see so many different generations of yeah.
0: Bearcats here all at the same time. You know, especially seeing you know a matchup like Corey and Yancey Gates
3: banging down low and all that. Yeah. Um, you know, you got what three, four, or five teammates here that uh-huh. you did run with. Yeah. Yeah. I got yeah, we say I got Cash, Yancey, uh, Crow, Rashad, John Williamson. Uh, who else play. You today? play against these ex-guys that are playing with you guys? Yep, play against them. So you know, it's just, it's good. I just feel like the atmosphere is gonna be overall great for us. And, and we get I feel like we're gonna have great fan support from, from families and hopefully alumni come down to watch us play. And, it's just going to be exciting for us all out here to be together and be a part of something special as this. Sure, yeah, we're going to be there. Um, you know, So what have you been up to since leaving UC? Um, I've been playing basketball overseas you know, in Europe, so that's basically what I've been doing, just doing that and taking care of my, my two little kids. Excellent. Well, we thank you for your time, Deontay. All right, I appreciate it. So- so we got Cashman right here with us. Cash, uh,
0: what are you most excited about with the uh, the tournament here this weekend?
2: Should I get a chance to play with these old guys, man. I, <laughs> I ain't seen Rashad in five years, man, so to actually get a chance to play with him and, and to be around Deontay again is it, it, great, man.
0: Yeah, so uh, what have you been up to since leaving UC? Um, I played overseas a couple years. Okay. Now I coach at Clark,
2: okay. and I also do AAU basketball <laughs> with the Ohio Ball Stars.
0: Awesome. Well, um, you know, I mean, getting all these different generations here, we got some guys from X here, you know, I know that's kind of breaking the rules a little bit for the city, but uh, what are your thoughts on, you know, what this team can do?
2: I think it's great, especially for our first year, for us to actually get out there and actually show people what we're about, you know, show people in a bearcat way of how we play basketball, that people might have
0: forgot. Awesome, well, uh, we wish you the best of luck this weekend, tournament we will be there, so uh, we'll see how this all plays out. Alright, I appreciate it. Thank you. So, we got one of our enforcers here coming in from Kentucky. Um, what do you think is going to happen with this uh, with this tournament this weekend?
2: I mean, I think we got a pretty good squad here. Um, Texas Tech's going to be a tough opponent, but as long as we play together as a team and you know do what we got to do defensively, I think we should be able to come out with the win.
0: Now, what do you think of the team as far as I mean, you've been running practices now for a little while. Um, what do you think this team can do? Um, I think, I mean,
2: size-wise, I mean, we can match up with pretty much anybody. So, I think we're going to have mismatches with our bigs, especially with Yancey, Jeff, in the post. Um... And then we got pretty good guards
0: as well, so we're going to be mismatched
2: mismatch for most of the teams.
0: Should be a lot of fun to watch. We're going to be there, and we're excited to see what you guys can do. Are you going to try and, uh, and dunk in the actual tournament like you did in uh, practice? yeah, yeah, I'm going to catch somebody in the tournament. I'm going for a sports starting in the top ten play. All right. Well, we look forward to it. Thank you for your time. No problem. Yeah, we got Rashad Bishop here. Rashad, what are you most excited about with this uh, this tournament here this weekend?
2: Just, it, just being around all the guys. Man. I haven't been here in a while.
0: I was going to say, it's been a couple years yeah. for you, right?
2: Yeah, about four or five years. So it's good to be back here around them, you know what I mean, get to compete with them again at a high level.
0: Yeah, you you played with, uh, what, probably about five, six of these guys? No,
1: it can't be. I played
0: with everybody. And Corey All right. Um, Now, what have you been up to since UC? What do you got going on now? Uh, Right now, trying to get back into it, trying to get back overseas,
2: playing somewhere out of here. So I'm, just, I'm just
0: happy to be here right now. That's Very good. Well, we're happy uh, to have a part in this whole uh, tournament experience, and uh, we look forward to seeing you guys up in Columbus here this weekend. So, right. Thank you for your time. No so, John, what are you most excited about here with... Uh with the tournament here this weekend?
2: Oh, I'm just excited to be a part of it. Uh, be able to play back with these guys, you know, with Tay, Rashad, and uh, Cash, Yancey, and everybody. Yeah,
0: it's and been a couple of years since you got to run with some of these guys, yeah, right?
2: Yeah, it's been a while. And then I might be you know, going back home to play, you know, back sure. in Columbus. Okay. So, you know, I can some family and friends there uh, watching.
0: Excellent. Uh, what have you been
2: up to since leaving UC? Oh, I've been playing. <laughs> I've been playing ever since I left. So played in France a couple years, Israel the past couple years, Sweden, Denmark, Australia, Philippines, Venezuela.
0: <laughs> Man, all <laughs> around everywhere. the world. Yeah, I've been
3: everywhere. Got to yeah. love
0: the basketball can take you there, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Excellent. Well, we wish you luck this weekend, and we look forward to seeing uh, what this team can bring. All right, thanks. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, so we've got Crow here. Crow, uh, what are you most excited about with the uh, tournament here this weekend?
3: Yeah, I'm playing against good competition, getting back together with a lot of my boys that I played with before in college you know bringing back old memories I mean that's what hoop is all about. Man. Just a little walk down memory lane here, because uh, you, you played with what, like three, four of these guys here—John yeah. uh, Williamson, Deontay Vaughn, So, You know, it was—it's uh, a pleasure seeing them. I wish my boy Marvin could have been here. You know, but yeah, it's just a pleasure being here with the fellas, man, and seeing some new coaches. This should be a lot of fun to watch this weekend.
0: Um, now, what have you been doing since uh, being, you know, at UC and? Living,
3: turning to trying to adult, you know what I'm saying, turning to that <laughs> nine to five working world, you know what I mean. But hopefully soon getting back to the court, you know what I mean. Probably pursuing going back overseas for well, a little bit if I can, but you know, see what these legs can give.
0: Well, we uh, we appreciate your time here, and we wish you the best of luck here this weekend in the tournament. Appreciate it. Thank uh, you. Yes, sir. So we got Curtis Bostic back, blast from the past from the '90s here. From the 90s. <laughs> uh, so, what are you most excited about with the uh, the tournament? Um, just I, just getting them all together. Just seeing the old guys and stuff is really good. And um,
2: just seeing how it all comes together, you know. And mm-hmm. I think this year, I think everybody, all the guys are excited. And we're just excited to try to get that first game man.
0: I was going to say, it's the inaugural year. Is this your first time coaching? Um, well, I've coached before, but for this, so okay. for these guys and stuff. I'm, I coached a little bit before, so. Okay, so what have you had going on since leaving UC? I mean, I know it's well, a large gap there. Yeah, but. it's a big gap.
2: <laughs> I um, went and played in, in Europe for a little bit. Okay. You know, I injured my back a little bit. So moved on. I came back, and um, I was in personal training. Then I was at UC strength coach for about 12 years. Gotcha. And then... Um, I got my own personal training business now.
3: Excellent. So.
0: Well, uh, we're excited about seeing what this team can do yep. here in the tournament, um, You know, seeing how these guys gel, yep. and uh, look forward to seeing you up yep. in Columbus.
3: Right. Me too. Thank you, sir. All right.
0: So we got Eric Hicks here. Eric, uh, you know, this is the first year of Bearcat Jam. What are you most are excited you about with the, team uh, team? with the tournament and seeing what this team can do?
3: Um, we got everybody together. Um, it's good to have a lot of Bearcats together. You know, and go out here trying to get a win. I think we can win. Yeah. yeah, we got a got a loaded team. We got a bunch of guys. You see, the chemistry is good with everybody. Like you see us laughing and joking. Can go out there and play. I think we can win. Awesome. Now, how long have you guys been practicing? Um, we've been practicing on and off, but this is our first time actually getting everybody together and actually having an official practice like that.
0: Running full team. Gotta yeah. love. Did you uh, like what you saw
3: out there today? I liked it. I liked it. Big guys did work. Um, we're athletic. We can switch everything. So that's definitely good so we ain't got nobody that can't move their feet. Everybody can move their feet. We can do a lot of pick and roll. We got shooters. We got guards. We got three. I mean, we got everything. Now, watching you know Yancey
0: and DeBerry down there banging, does that make that. you? Does that make you want to get back? That get dressed up and get, get back?
3: Get back? But, <laughs> I mean, I'm not ready for the wearing and tear. I just, I'm, I'm relaxing right now. I'm enjoying retirement life. Now, I gotta ask. While I got you here, um, you're the only one wearing West Virginia here today. Is that a,
0: an homage to
3: yeah. one Huggy Bear? I wasn't actually thinking. You know, Hug sent me some stuff, but uh, I just, th- I just threw on a shirt. I wasn't even thinking. When I get up there to the West Virginia team, I definitely make sure I get this off. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Well, thank you for your time, Eric. No problem. Thank you.
0: So we got Mug here. Uh, Mug, you know, uh, this is the first year of the tournament. Um, what are you most excited about for uh, this Bearcat Jam in the tournament?
2: Just watching my old teammates, basically. You know, them getting back together, playing together.
0: I, I'm most excited about that. That's awesome. Now, you were a walk-on back in the day. Um, you know, what do you got going on now after, uh, after your time with UC? Um, I was um, up at the University of Wyoming. I was up there as a volunteer
2: um, players development and special assistant to the head coach. So I was up there working the guys out, um, helping recruiting a little bit, and just you know staying in touch
0: with Mick Cronin and everybody over at UC. Great, that's good to hear. Um, you know we're excited about seeing what you guys have to do in the uh, in the tournament this weekend. We're excited to be there. Um, you know we uh, thank you for your time today, and you know good luck this weekend. All right, thank you so those are all of the interviews that we got during the practice um what did you think of the interviews as far as like those were really our first you know in your face interviews uh that we've done as a team here um what was what was your thoughts on wh- how we did
1: no i thought they were good man we asked them we asked them the big hitters right what what uh what how excited were they were for this tournament and, and what they've been doing since they left UC. um
0: Obviously, I'm going to beat the hell out of myself for how I did because you know there's always room for improvement and all that. Um, need to go in knowing everybody's name. Well, yeah. So the enforcer. Yeah, the go enforcer. Ahead say, yeah, uh, that was Greg Williams. Um, he did not go to UC. Did not go to Xavier, and that was an embarrassing question to ask before we started interviewing because um, I thought he went to Xavier. But I was he p- way wrong.
1: Yeah, that's all right. But he played for the Kentucky Enforcers, which is the team that Hicks is on yeah uh, in the aba league pretty good team actually food by the way uh he was actually a pretty good player i thought i thought so too um I both, thought both in both practice those and and in uh and in the game i thought both those picks up were pretty good yeah so, um who was your favorite interview out of the ones that we had i think coriante i mean no i i i think coriante was more kind of open to us yeah um give us a lot of information he did um but everybody was great i thought Mm -hmm. i mean even just not even entering or interviewing Deontay vaughn which we did right but during the game coming over and shaking our hands because he remembered
0: us i mean that was way cool experience for me like in the middle of a time like a uh free throw timeout yeah um you know he just came over gave us a little dap a little love like good to see you guys again i mean it had nothing to do with clark kellogg sitting right next to us it was all us. It was.
1: Yeah. It was way cool. I'm pretty sure he didn't even see Clark Kellogg.
0: Um, he did actually end up talking to Clark Kellogg at one point because he shook his hand first. He did yeah. actually. Yeah. Okay. But, um, I don't know. I mean, he still took the time to recognize us. Like that Boom. was, it was only the three of us that he recognized on that side. Also, if um, Deontay's listening. Those Jordan
1: 13s. I need a pair.
0: <laughs> I've been wanting those since he did talk about it throughout the whole game. I did. Um, but yeah, no, it was a way cool experience. Um, Would have loved to see, you know, obviously some more made shots. That was what killed us during the actual game, which we haven't even got to yet. But um, kind of getting to the game, um, I did have some notes that I was taking during the game. Oh, you did? I did. Yeah, I was too busy sitting on my hands, um, trying not to try not reprise. to cheer as we were <laughs> in the media section. At one point, which... I think
1: I stood up and said, "What? We're not calling. We're not calling traveling in this game.
0: <laughs> we don't call travels." Let's <laughs> let's, let's talk about. The actual TBT tournament, though. So, when you walk into Capital University, there is no... Nothing. I mean, you had you had no idea what you were doing. It was literally like walking into Northwest Gym. Pretty much. Uh, we tried to ask where the media section was, where to go if you were media, and people were like, uh... I don't know. I don't, I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know. I think they were all volunteers. Uh, which is all well and good, but figure out where the hell you're supposed to tell people to go, especially when they're kind of, you know, like... Important to the coverage of your tournament. That's um, true. You know, if we had been ESPN, you're going to tell ESPN, I don't know. No, you're not going to do that. Come on. Um, also, Apparently, if you're just anybody who gets there, you can just sit in the media area. That was so frustrating. Um, I feel bad for people who were in the media that couldn't even sit in the media area. They're like up off in the corner with their laptops open and everything because you had Jeff's Joe and his son sitting in the media area because they got there early. I'm sorry you're old and I get it. You want to sit closer because maybe your eyes aren't so good. I don't know. But... Come on, man. You clearly can tell this is not for regular people. There's a tablecloth. There's a table. It's not just the bench seating. Go sit in the
1: benches. Whenever there's a table with a tablecloth, I know I'm not supposed to sit there. Pretty much. Yeah. Because you make a mess. Yep, that's exactly the point <laughs> I was getting to. I mean, Varsity got there
0: 15 minutes after us or something like that. Friend of the show?
1: Yeah, and he had to go sit up top.
0: Yeah, I felt. But, I just felt bad, and there was no organization. Um, so, I, I don't know. I feel like if there's anybody that we can email, we should probably tell them, like, hey, uh, you guys should probably organize things a little better. I don't know.
1: Actually, I already emailed him. Did you? Yeah, I asked him if I could buy a jersey <laughs> instead of buying shorts. Of course you did. Yep. Um, Which I can't wait to wear those shorts during a podcast. They're going to be so sweet.
0: So during the actual game, um, I, like I said, I did take some notes. Um, there was uh, a, a player from Xavier who got the start. Yes. Uh, Jeff Robinson. Was that his name right? I believe so. Yes. Greg, Greg Robinson. Jeff Robinson. One of them. I can't remember. We
1: kept doing this during the game,
0: too. We did. We did. And it didn't get any better. As In my notes, I just have Robinson in parentheses Xavier starts. Because um, he wasn't on the actual roster, the official released roster. Oh,
1: the one that TBT gave out? Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't, but um, he was on the the one that uh, Melvin uploaded to TBT's website. So.
0: so John Williamson got the first points. Um, I don't know what was happening at the end of the first half. I don't know that we ever got an answer. But Yancey Gates was clearly frustrated with something. He was yelling on the court. He was yelling after he got called for the foul. He was yelling in the team huddle during the timeout. I think that's why they actually took a timeout because he couldn't chill. That's exactly
1: why they took timeout.
0: Um, I don't know what was going on with him. I, I... feel like he was barking at one of the other players i think it was just miscommunications i think there
1: was some uh plays that weren't ran correctly i mean as we found out they only had one practice and it was the as one we were f- at yeah it's a full squad they right. had one practice
0: so um and we went on to find out um during some of the uh, post-game interviews that yeah uh, they they wanted to practice more and that's something that they're gonna have to work on in the future if they want to be one of the teams that's you know considered a good team in this tournament that's that's true um. So at halftime, Williamson led the team with eight. Um, John Williamson, and then Yancey Gates finally got the first dunk of the game coming out of halftime. You and I both looked at each other. We're like, "Oh, this team's going to actually do something this half," which they did in the third quarter. They went blow for blow, twenty-two points each. Um, for both us and for uh the the Matadors. Yes. Um, but quickly after that, the wheels kind of fell right off, and. The it's, sloppy play from the first half. Unfortunately, there wasn't any perimeter shooting. I mean... One for nine. I don't one, think... One, like, well, it, was, yeah.
1: it was real bad. I don't think Deontay ever got a chance to actually get, get heated up. I don't think he got the ball enough to, to, you know... And he did in practice, you and I saw it. He oh, yeah. was,
0: once he started getting hot in practice, he was hitting them.
1: In practice, they played a lot different than they played on the court. But again, I think it's the difference between playing uh, the first-year team who's had one practice together and a third-year team who obviously they look like they played
0: together a few well, times. Not to mention they have Evan Turner as one of their coaches, yeah, well, that Jared Sollinger on the team. No, Solinger was not on that team. For Ohio State?
1: Oh, you're talking about the Ohio State yeah, team? Yeah. Ta- no, oh, you were talking about the I'm Matadors. Talking about the matadors yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Speaking I don't know. Of which? When Ohio State took the court, that,
0: that place p- got loud. Lit up. It got loud. Lit up. Um, yeah, I didn't really have any more notes. I mean, it was just there was some sloppy, sloppy play. Other than the one play that ran through Deontay Vaughn. Um, on that inbound towards the end of the first half, where they actually got the free throws uh, because he missed a shot. That was a sweet play. Uh, it was a very nice and it was well executed, as we talked to Coach Tate about in the interview um, post game. But yeah, I mean, outside of that, do you have any other thoughts that you had during the game? I mean, the thoughts that I'm having now. I mean, it was
1: it was awesome. It was awesome to see uh, some guys that we used to watch, you know. Back in our early 20s and whatnot. It was kind of cool to see a bunch of different different generations yeah, come together. Generations. too. Like Yancey and Coriante on the court at the same time. Yeah. That should have been dangerous. Like that, that should have been bad for the the Should have, could have, would have. Yeah, mean, well, but I mean, it was still, it was really cool. I mean, and I was really hoping to make it past the first round. Um, you know, I didn't know. I thought we had a good chance against... Ohio against State. Yeah, if they played like they practiced the other day, I mean... They may have had a fighting chance against Ohio State, but let's be honest, that was a home... That was a home game for Ohio State. and There wasn't... Without a doubt. There wasn't much. I mean... I don't think I saw a single person from the other team during that Ohio State game.
0: I don't even know who the other team was.
1: I can't even remember right now. Exactly. Huh. It was a play-in I, team. It, I mean... Did Jimmer's team play Ohio State? Yes. yes. Did they? They did. Oh no, 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 no. no they did I don't not think they did, but they did play the next day. I watched it for a little bit, um,
0: and then they advanced as well. Yeah. By the way, I don't like that guy. Why do you name your team after yourself? That's a that's a cocky move, is what that is. That's like next year
1: Sean Kilpatrick getting a team to call our, together, calling them Team Kilpatrick.
0: Yeah, I don't like that move. I mean, like I said, it's it's a cocky move. It's it's weird to me. It's. I mean, because nobody's going to be like, I want to play on Team Mayhall. Yes, they would.
1: <laughs> a whole bunch of people would play on Team Mayhall. All right, well. As a matter of fact, Greg would play on <laughs> Team Mayhall. <laughs> Dustin would play on Greg uh Team Mayhall. Chad. And Bill. No, Bill wouldn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> He'd get he cut before he even practice.
0: Coach Miles.
1: he No, he wouldn't coach. <laughs> no. So anyway, yes. No getting back sport. to the
0: tournament, um, you know, we did catch up with a couple of guys after the game, and here's what they had to say. Just finishing up after the game, we got Corey Ante Deberry here with us. Corey, what do you think happened in the game there, man? Man, honestly, I think that we, I think we played, I think we played
2: our being our first year yeah. into the tournament because uh, we, some of our guys, you know i saying we all from different uh, years, in Cincinnati, we didn't get a chance to play with each other and nothing like that, so. Once, I feel like once we, next year when we come back we we'll be more, more organized as a team and we we'll be more together and we we'll actually um, be able to do something next year. So sure, this is our first year. We are just getting our feet wet. We'll come back with more, much stronger next year. So all right, planning
0: on coming back next year. So we you plan on bringing in your old teammates back with you next time around. we yes, see. hope that's the plan. So all right, excellent. Well, uh, you put up thirteen. Um, what do you think happened as far as uh, just dropping the ball against the team? What was the biggest struggle?
2: Just the thing was just our offense. It was just we had no no offense again you know and we we're a, D, we're a defensive school so you know what I'm saying? our defense is there of course but this is the offense that we gotta work on and that's something we're gonna develop next
0: year sure. great well we look forward to
1: seeing you back next year and uh thank you for your time yes that was Corianta. he
0: he I mean he's right he was spot on yeah in his assessment um he was way cool to talk to just again you know just the same as in his uh interview after practice just more than happy to open up with us and uh yeah he did tell us afterwards after we uh, thanked him for his time and everything that uh he'd be more than happy to come on any time which I'm excited about me too so
1: me too. Um, but we also got to talk to uh, coach Tate after the game and here's what he had to say
3: got coach Tate here after the game coach uh what
4: happened out there what? well you can tell the vet you can tell the team that's been in the tournament before you know mm-hmm. they, this day was their third third or fourth year in the tournament and they got their plays, and they've been practicing. Like I just told my guys, if we're if we gonna get serious about this thing. We got to get, we got to do a training camp. We got to start putting stuff together earlier than. Yeah, no, we.
0: You know I know we, we were at practice yesterday. Yeah. We saw some things going on. Right. We Saw a great play towards the end of the first half with right. uh, Deontay Vaughn. That was right. a well-run play. Right. And uh, you know, we we're hoping to see a little bit more of some of that. Um, you know, Coriante put up his thirteen. Right. Um, what was going on as far as the offensive struggles there? Offensive
4: struggles? Do you see that We have no chemistry. We didn't have any chemistry. And, and like I told them guys, it's because we, we've never been together as a full team. Sure. One or two guys here one day, one or two guys there.
0: So basically after his assessment, I don't know how you feel, but the way that I feel is, A, we're going to be running a better team out there next year because he, first and foremost, wants to see more team chemistry. Um, yeah. And B, that means an opportunity for us because that means more practices, more time to talk to the guys, more time to see what this team's all about.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's exciting. Um, I you know we both talked to Melvin after the game and he he wasn't he wasn't happy about the outcome. He was happy about the support. He was happy to finally get a team out there. And I just wanted to give him a hug. I know. right <laughs> uh, And I think you know for only having one practice, the teams the, the players played you know pretty good.
0: I Fair mean fairly well. Yeah. Um, obviously, a lot of us wanted to see you know a better team out there, um, including the players, I'm sure. But you know it. it at this point it is what it is and it's the product they put out there so yeah we'll, we'll be better next year um kind of jumping ship here to the Cincinnati Reds um they had quite a week yeah some <laughs> up and downs huh they did it's been some quite a roller coaster uh, since the last time we were on um, so since our last show on July 11th uh, which happened to be the 19-4 loss against Cleveland yeah we're not talking about that uh-uh. um since then uh, since our last show, they are 3-5. and five. Um, All three of those wins have come against St. Louis. Right before the All-Star break. Correct. Um, and in addition to last night's walk-off. Yes.
1: How about that walk-off from Dilson Herrera?
4: In the end, left center field, and we are tied! How about that? Well, how big is that catch by Marcelo Zuna now? Now Jesse Winker is turned around and is coming back to the uh, Reds' dugout. He wants a different batter. One and one to Jesse Winker, bottom of the ninth. Base hit right field. And there's a base hit. And here is Dielson Herrera. Dielson! 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 The game-winning it!
0: So, ironically, as you're playing that, they're actually playing it on TV <laughs> at almost away. the same exact time, um, showing everything happening simultaneously. Because it is currently a two-two tie in the bottom of the eighth, and uh, Homer Bailey is not going to be the losing pitcher. Yeah, we, unbelievably, we
1: overcame adversity, and we uh, um,
0: and got, we, we figured out <laughs> the
1: game on the TV over here.
0: Um, we did, unfortunately, since our last show, get swept by Pittsburgh um, with an average Pittsburgh averaged nine runs per game in that series, which is disgusting to me. It's um, not good, but, but some other things that were on the plus side since our last show, we did have the all-star game. Scooter Jeanette, um, had his first plate appearance and on the very second pitch of the, of his at bat, he hit a home run to tie the game. It was a, I believe a two run shot to tie the game there. Um, Joey Votto also got his first hit. In his sixth All Star game, which is crazy, and we'll get to more crazy Joey Votto stats here in a moment. Um, but he did hit a home run with his first hit. Um, did you watch the All Star game, Ed?
1: I did not get a chance to watch the All Star game. That's a. Fail. I mean, I, uh, I I did catch some of the highlights at the end. Yeah. Um, but I didn't get a chance to watch it. I'm sorry. Well. Um yeah, that's a, that's a fail as Okay, so I saw some <laughs> things happen though. Like I saw Joey Votto drop that um that foul. He did drop the foul
0: that went went on to tie the the game here. But Yeah, I mean
1: Oh, oh. looks like we have a phone call. Caller. Uh caller you're on.
4: Yes, this is uh The greatest dunker ever.
0: The
1: Levitator?
4: Ever. What's going on, Melvin
0: Levitt? How are you, sir?
4: As Mr. Dan Dockage from ESPN put it. Multiple times. (laughs) What's going on, guys? How are you tonight? How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. Watching a little bit of grown-ups. You know, having a laugh or two. There you go. Uh, Get ready to watch this uh, game for the first time. Uh, Oh, you haven't watched it yet? Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I've been looking at a lot of stats and stuff around it, so I'm really, really anxious to see, you know, the parts of the game where, again, we could have took control if we'd have had a better possession or actually got that rebound. (laughs) I saw a lot of uh, offensive rebounds, man, that we did not clean up on the glass. It was kind of unfortunate because, you know, with putting these guys together, that was one of the the mainstays that I kind of talked about. Would, you would see, you know, from this group was the fact that, you know, we will clean the glass and, you know, we came up short on that end as far as that go, but overall, man, I am, I am extremely happy as, you know, to be expected with, you know, our inaugural season, you know, in this tournament, you know, we lost to a a very good opponent, you know, in the Texas Matadors who lost to, you know, Overseas Elite last year who was the champion. Correct. Uh, they were a seasoned team uh, and they looked like they knew where each other we're going to be, you know, and that just, again, having, you know, a group of guys together to play together for however many of the year, or year months they've been together. I know going back to the TBT last year. Right, right. So it's very encouraging, man, looking at our guys. I just posted a video of a timeout, man, and I am, I'm floored with the engagement of everyone. You know, all guys are talking. Everybody's communicating with one another. You know, the coaches are... You know, lean guys to where they need to be. And and that's, again, in a situation that had the opportunity to come together in one week, you know, as far as, you know, everybody, you know, finally getting in town and only having one practice. Right. Never any excuse, you know, for losing or anything like that because I still feel like I was able to put together a very, very good roster of athletes. Absolutely. That were very formidable, man, in each position. You know, and we had a number of guys in each position that I felt like, you know, if we could have played minutes a little bit differently. I'm looking at the stat sheet, and I'm seeing a lot of 20s go across the board as far as minutes. Yeah. You know, yes, you know, we needed those guys out there, but, you know, maybe again in this short time of not being in shape, maybe some guys played some overextended minutes. And looking at the shot chart, you know, as far as many shots we missed jump shot-wise from three-point range could have played a little bit of difference. So just looking at, you know, that little type of stuff as a coach going forward, looking at how to do things differently, you know, minutes are, are very important in a situation like this. And you got to kind of spread them out a little bit more evenly where guys are not amassing, you know, so many, so many minutes, you know, at a time. Because, again, this is a pickup game, man, that changes paces and changes speeds. And you can get down real quick. And if you're playing against somebody as strategic, you know, as a team that we face and we're probably going to face in the future, quick shots, untimely turnovers, runouts, you know, in pickup games, man, you're going to be waiting on the side, waiting for the next game real quick. But in this case, you're out of the tournament. Right.
0: <laughs> so a and couple quick questions while we got you here on the line, Melvin. Yep. Um, towards the end of the first half, um, we could all kind of see Yancey was – animated, and he was super upset. Um, Can you get into any of what he was upset about towards the end of that first half?
4: Yeah, of course. I mean, you never want to, you know, put out anything that's, you know, relative to the team, but, you know, it was nothing that serious. Um, Again, it's it's, it's team basketball, and we're trying to communicate with each other the best way. Uh, Him and John had a situation where they were on the court, and one guy didn't roll, another guy didn't pop. That's what I thought. And that's that's that was that situation. They were they were trying to explain to each other, you know, who was supposed to do what in that situation and why. And obviously, yeah. you know, when just things that can get cleaned heavy, up with, you know what I'm saying. And, and the action is thick. And, and it wasn't as bad as, again, it may have it may have seen. It's just that Yancey is a competitor, you know, and, and, it, and it brought again that attitude that I have been looking for. Obviously. Out of these guys, because if these guys now are really engaging with each other this way and trying to point each other in the right direction, now I know we're out here competing.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. I
4: didn't didn't think anything of that. No. Um, Wanted those guys to again, you know, get the situation uh, together because we were in a timeout and we needed the timeout to coach the timeout, and we didn't want to spend that whole time trying to get these guys to understand. Hey, you know. Deal with it. Let's move on. I was going to oh, yeah, say, just it, things
0: that could probably be cleaned up with a little bit of uh, you know communication and chemistry through practicing and stuff.
4: Exactly. And again, it, I, I think, again, with both of those guys were able to contribute to the situation. You know, John being one, being one of our highest point scorers, I think he ended up with like 11. I think right. Coriante led us all with 13. 13. Correct. But John, but John started us off. Yes, you he know, did. He got us off on the right foot as far as his aggression and being in the game. So
0: Yeah, he was you know, at eight both. by halftime.
4: Oh, man, those guys, I mean, we walked in there. I'm going to post a video of our halftime as we walked through the lobby, and you can honestly see, again, these guys communicating with one another as they're walking back trying to, again, get what's right for the second half. Again, it was nothing like they had a problem with each other or issue with one another. And that was, again, the beauty about how short we were together and how, again, guys were really trying to – help each other yeah. and get each other to compete so going forward man I think this is going to be really something that you know ultimately will turn out to be what we want it to be in the first year but everything doesn't go off that way you know it takes time and we'll develop and we'll be back and we'll be, we'll be better
1: yeah it just shows that they were they were there to compete they weren't there just to walk through and go through the motions and, and, and just be on ESPN you know what I mean they were there to compete and they, were, they wanted to win
4: those guys were excited about the opportunity Obviously, you know, everything that went along With the tournament, you know, the hoopla The ESPN, you know, can't can't Take away the accessories because You know, accessories and, and Situations like this are very important And our uniforms were on point Yes um, they were and our, I bought a pair our, of the shorts Our guys were really, really, really soaking that up And they were soaking up the banner Being hung up on the wall And all that stuff that went along with it Make no mistake about that But, again, these guys were really excited about competing, man. They enjoyed being with each other. Again, the camaraderie amongst these workouts that we had, guys talking to each other, having fun. Again, you couldn't ask for a better situation like that. Uh, You would like a better result. I think, again, we ran out of gas. Uh, Texas Matadors did a really good job. I noticed their coach kind of slowing things down a little bit in the fourth quarter when they had that when they jumped up to, I think, 10 to 11 because he realized then, okay, Elam's coming.
3: Yes. You know what right.
4: I mean? If we slow this down and we play this the right way, we're going to be in a great situation for Elam. And this is what I try to tell the guys coming out of the fourth quarter, timeout. Hey, Elam is getting ready to start here in five minutes. So we only got five minutes to go out here to go and make a push. We were down seven at that point. Um, still in the game with a chance to win Yeah. John goes out and goes to the free throw line, man, and he missed those two. All right, he got two shots from the line. He missed those two, and they go, and I think they get two baskets right after that and, and push that lead right to 11. Right. So if we hit those free throws, man, we already went on a four, I think it was a 4-0 run, to end the fourth, and then we come out to start the fourth with that, you know, two baskets or the two free throws. Five-point lead, man, it's a totally different game, man. And, you know, who knows what momentum, how things changed at that moment and how Texas, you know, how they react. Because, again, we, we closed the quarter well and we were making that push, man.
0: Now, did you have a chance to see the, uh, what Steve Logan tweeted out after the game?
4: <laughs> saw that. Yeah, saw, <laughs> saw that. Um, you know, when, 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 again, when we sent this out, man, we, we sent this out, you know, to, to a whole host of players, man, a whole host of people. Um, notifications were out. Not sure if you know if he got it directly or not, uh, but I did see that you know, and I'm taking notice <laughs> to it. Um, I think I it was about the he same time the picture, which which was great, you know. He posted yeah. the picture, <laughs> you know, <what> I'm saying? <laughs> showing that because <laughs> because you know you know I, I saw a couple of tweets from a couple of people, man, saying like how how time you know takes its toll on former guys but god man i i thought these guys looked great man you know these guys came out here you know they were muscular they looked they looked in shape i didn't think nobody you know looked like they couldn't handle no. the competition. john looked no.
0: bigger than he did in college hey,
4: that's what i was saying i mean <laughs> he went away he, he went away and as a grown man now like you just said he is probably in the better shape than he was in college he's probably moving a little bit slower but looking at him physically like, geez, John, what you been doing? <laughs> but, I mean, looking at looking at Yancey. Yancey was a little bit more solid. He was. Yancey was a little. He carried a little bit of weight here, even though he was, you know, a little bit muscular. I think he was a little bit more toned and a little bit more in shape for this. Looking at Deontay, geez, O. Oh, P. That dude like he could play linebacker for
0: somebody. <laughs> <Right>? Accurate.
4: <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. So physically, I, I, I. I Looked at some of the tweets and I kind of laughed and it was kind of like, yeah, well, some people looking, you know, maybe they looked at that fourth quarter and they went, wow, these men, these guys are out of shape. But they did, looking at the way uh, Texas pulled away, it did look like these guys started to get gas. But I love the picture by Logan posting <laughs> it that, you know, he, he's trim, he's slim you know you fit you know he was ready to go along with the statement that he wrote about him having at least 20 <laughs> <laughs> i feel the same way like, this, with this whole thing man i'm out here jumping i'm dunking i'm jumping over kids you know and I'm i feel like bostick and hicks felt the same way too at 43 years old man and like i'm ready to go so when i get this call at 11.30, 11.45 at the hotel. We were trying to get our ticket situation together. From Dan Frill, he goes, hey, you, you know you're not going to be able to play. And it's like, wait a minute. What? My my profile was the first player profile? submitted. You know, so how this became an ordeal or a situation, I have no idea, but it was obviously hurtful to see that I wasn't gonna be able to participate, but then I had to take on a totally different hat with being obviously GM and capturing everything I had to capture as far as the videos and the fans and all that stuff. Not being able to have my hands on that situation right. or control of it like I thought I would have. Man, it it was it was again it was very hurtful. And I feel like Logan, man, I had I had maybe three to four shots of me. For me. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I was gonna get me twelve, man. I was gonna get twelve. I already had it planned out. I was gonna hit one from the top of the key. I was going to the one corner and I was coming to the stretch wings on both ends. So I was gonna get that twelve points, man, and again, you know, we end up losing by, you know, fifteen, you know, maybe again at the end of the day, my twelve makes the difference. But it was it was again it was a shock. I know people were talking about it. I was getting phone messages, you know, about it, um, through uh text Got some notifications on Facebook, obviously, when I got back home to start reading and stuff. You know, everybody wanted to know what was going on, but it was a total curveball that was kind of thrown. Um, we knew Hicks was on the fence about playing, but he was also another one that was not officially on the roster. Okay. And it was like, guys, how do you guys make this mistake when, again, we were, again, one of the first five or the first four people amongst us to make our team eligible for this? So I don't know with us signing extra people as we went along, you know what I mean, with the late signing of Yancey, with, with bringing Tim on late and things like that, I'm not sure if that, to them, you know, made us, you know, obviously a different, you know, put us in a different light, so to speak, as far as coaches. Right. And went ahead and made that roster that way. But, you know, I was expected to be out there, man, I had not to see my 21 jersey. When I walked in there, man, I I about almost threw up. Oh, man. I I couldn't show the emotion. I couldn't show how angry I was. But there is one shot that was caught on TV that I'm going to send you guys. And I want you guys to repost this.
3: All right. You got it.
4: This is the look of a man, again, who wanted so much to be a part and be on this court with these guys that he is just... Biting off his tongue, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great photo, man. It was, it was during the coaching moment, but it's got that, that scowl, that coaching scowl. You, you know, you're in the game, and it's that Melvin Levitt scowl that I always played with. It was that intense look of, man, I want to be out here, man, I want to compete, you know. And so, I missed that opportunity, but no way am I missing this next year. I'm not putting my name in for any other thing other than possibly playing on this team. Because I again I, I prepare for this and I wanted to be a part of it, but glad to be a part of it in a different way. I was the GM to start out and the head coach to start this thing out. So
1: absolutely, to see
4: myself go through all this, put this thing together, man. See how it turned out. See how people traveled with us. All the promotions that were done. Fans getting what they got from us. I mean, it, I couldn't have asked, man, for a better outcome. So thank you guys again as well for. You know, the platform you gave me to, you know, talk about what was going on to, you know, re-message to people, retweet things out to folks to get them, you know, get people riled up and get them going, man. It was a pleasure seeing you guys sit there front row. You know what I'm saying? Along with Clark Kellogg. And, oh, yeah.
0: Yes, sir. You guys yes, sir.
4: were, You guys were front row, man. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Like, seriously, if I was I would have taken the game. from you know? <laughs> well,
0: I mean, we were worried about getting kicked out. They told us we weren't allowed <laughs>
4: to. Oh, yeah, because I, I know they did tell people, you know, like on our bench that they couldn't have anything electronically. Right. So I'm right. amazed that I was able to walk across the court.
0: The whole time. You weren't kidding.
4: Photos. I was, man. You saw me. I was everywhere, man. The I went whole over time. there, and got the Dockage interview. Yep. You know what I mean? I got our fans cheering, I got everything. So I really, really liked it Melvin Levin.
1: I What's- guess. Speaking of the fans, <laughs> speaking of the fans, it was really cool because I uh, on the drive home I started pulling up uh, my Twitter and I'm, I follow a bunch of UC fans on Twitter and we always always tweeting back and forth each other during games and they were all talking about how they were they thought they were just going to sit down and enjoy a basketball game but they were getting into it just like they would a, a, a UC basketball game they were standing up they were yelling from their chairs and it was so everybody got into it I think.
4: That's why I I take those parts of it, man, to capture that stuff. Because, again, that's, you know, what, again, you talk about, again, at the end of the day, man, I mean, it was for $2 million. And I love what the TBT is doing. It's giving these guys an amazing platform to be seen, you know, overseas uh, representatives to be seen by the G League and all these other places. But we all know, again, this is a, a glorified pickup game. Right. You know what I mean? Just with some major athletes involved. So to see the people, man, get involved like that, I had to, again, get those moments because it showed, again, how invested people were in what we were doing. Oh, yeah. Like, what well, was going, you know what I mean? They we've all invested
0: so much time into well. these players anyway over the course of, you know, their careers at UC. So it was just really cool to be able to give it, have that second opportunity to reinvest in these players again.
4: I loved it, man. I loved it. I, I truly loved it. I can't wait to post the rest of these picks just to, again, get out each pick of the guys that, again, that represented this group and just the message I got to them, you know, about, again, their commitment to me because, you know, again, you know, people got everything that's going on in their lives, man, different things, you know, and to commit to something like this, travel from where they were, you know, living now, you know, I had guys come from as Vegas with Rashad and, you know, Orlando with Tim you know guys are you know doing their thing in other places man so to see them commit to this and come from where they are man drop what they were doing for this you know week of their lives man to be a part of the university that they represented and again and, go out there and, and and be with the guys that you want to spend that time with man I, yep. I can't thank them enough for that commitment to me
0: well we uh we definitely look forward to seeing what you can bring uh come next year uh, as a, a, a squad again with uh, the Bearcat Jam, you know, we enjoyed a Inaugural, but it's time to tighten the shoes and get back out there and see what we got next year.
4: Yeah, man, I'm already um, – the helicopter blades are already spinning, man. You know, <laughs> and, and my hashtags are already ready. You know, I, I can't wait to, to start really working on this a little bit more. You know, once, you know, everything kind of settles itself with the TBT going the rest of the season. You know we're gonna go through the winter with this during the basketball season. You know, um, obviously starting in the fall, but we're gonna go through the winter, man. Pumping it up all the way to the spring. So by the time spring time comes, man, we're ready to swing for the fence. Well, Absolutely. as we've
0: as as we've discussed, you know, if there's anything we can do to help you out, um, definitely let us know. And don't be a stranger to the show. Um, you know, we look forward to hopefully hearing some more from you as the uh, the actual. UC season progresses here. Um,
4: I got the number now, man, so y'all in trouble. (laughs) Y'all gonna be sitting there one night and it's gonna pop up. But but again, yeah, man, I look forward to, you know, obviously strengthening this relationship. You know, again, whatever I can do to help you guys, you know, obviously broaden the the horizons for what you're doing. You know, I'm obviously willing to help. You know, let's set up a couple little promos and all that good stuff for Bearcat Jam over, over the next, you know, couple months where we can keep people you know abreast to what we're doing you know and you know keep them excited sounds good no doubt
0: all right great well thanks for calling in and uh again don't be a stranger
4: no doubt man Let's talk to you guys have, all right enjoy have the good night, night. yep bye-bye now. so melvin
1: melvin calling in i mean it's our boy <laughs> he's been so cool to us through this whole thing he really has and it was great just to sit down with him and and Curtis you said it earlier just sit down with him and Curtis and just kind of chop it up I at one point him and Curtis were just sharing stories and I'm not going to talk about them but they were just sharing stories back and forth from like you know between Curtis's time at UC and his time at UC and I felt like I was just like just sitting there taking it all in like this is awesome like two of the Bearcat greats are sitting here just chopping it up and I'm just like a fly on the wall
0: this is awesome (laughs) until we got to participate, and then we weren't a fly anymore. No, then we weren't. (laughs) So, um, yeah, getting back to where we were, um, trying to (laughs) reel it all back in here, um, going back to the Reds that we were talking about. Um, So, yeah, it's bottom of the ninth, 2-2, so that's cool. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like I was saying, Scooter hit his his first home run. Joey Votto hit his first home run in uh, six games. It was his first hit. Um, So it was good to see both of our players doing well in the All-Star game. Um, As far as uh, Joey Votto, and I know we talked about how we were going to talk about some crazy stats that happened with Joey Votto. Have you seen the stat that came up this week as far as uh, his pop-ups go? I did, and Um, it's crazy to me. It's literally unreal. Uh, Joey Votto and his career, mind you, career 6500 plate appearances how, how how many years is his career I mean it's 10 right Above. at least yeah. I would think um I mean probably more than that if he's yeah, 6500 plate appearances he's 650 plate appearances in a year I'm not know. good that's, at that's, math that's,
1: that so seems high I was, just, I was rounding um, in there
0: Average. But yeah so his pop-ups since 2010 he Joey Votto has popped up seven times never to the in his career, not just since 2010 but in his career, he has never popped up to the catcher, the pitcher or the first baseman. How does that happen? It's unreal. And to kind of put it into perspective with since 2010 he's popped up seven times with the same amount of plate appearances the MLB average player would have popped up 127 times. Wow. If that doesn't put it in perspective. So, you asked last week, or a couple weeks ago maybe, um, who I thought the best hitter for the Reds was ever. Yeah. You said it was Pete. That brings it. No, because well. because he has the most hits. Right. That's I what, still yeah. stand by It's Joey
1: Votto. I'm there with you, man. Dude I'm is a machine. I mean, I'm behind Joey so much that I might have to go to the game on Saturday and get a fun co Pop. He is a machine.
0: So um, other than that, the only other Reds news we have this week, um, Reds Hall of Fame, they inducted three new members. Yes, they did. Um, we had Dave Bristol, who was a manager for the Reds from 66 to 69. Um, Fred Norman, who was a pitcher with the Reds from 73 to 79. And Adam Dunn, the big donkey. Yes, sir. Um, he was with the Reds from 2001 to, through 2008, uh, played both left field and first base.
1: Every picture I saw of him, the ballpark this weekend he had a beer in his hand um, he also looks the exact same he's my idol he, <laughs> I want to I be I want to be Adam Dunn when I grow he up he
0: has not aged
1: he's and can we I know he's in the Hall of Fame yes but there's a phone call that should be in the Hall of Fame as All well alright here we go and if, if you haven't heard this call I think we've played it before but it's it's the best here it is
4: uh, we now will go uh, to a good friend of ours from Milwaukee who is standing by on the phone. Hello. Hello. Hello Marty? Yes. Marty. Yes. Marty, this is Adam. Marty. Yes. This is Adam from hey. Milwaukee. Hey Adam, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Do you think Scott Harderberg is a good player? Yeah. Hello. Marty? Yes, Adam, from Milwaukee. Do you think Scott Hatterberg is a good player? Do you think he's a good player? I think he's overrated. Uh, who would you rather see play at first base? I can tell you're a big fan. I am. Um, maybe uh, Luke Stowe. That would you think that would be an improvement? I think so. He's a little young. Defensively. He's a little bit young, isn't he, Adam? Uh, no. No. <laughs> Is it still raining in Cincinnati? It's just about stopped, Adam. Do you have your shirt on? Uh, last I checked, I did. Yes, why? Just curious. Uh, listen, I'm going to let you go now because I know that you're going to get your game face on because we're getting ready to go back on the radio shortly, and you'll be listening to every word. I love it. Have a good one, bro. Thanks, Adam. Nice talking with you. All right. Adam from Milwaukee.
1: That's... The greatest banana phone call of all time.
0: Banana phone.
1: I mean, yep. People call in and they're just like, "Hey, Marty. Hey, yeah. This is this is John from the East Side, and I saw you at a, a Kroger once, and you were buying avocados." <laughs> okay, I'll hang up and listen. Thank you. <laughs> but that one was that one was probably the best of all times.
0: All right, we've got a lot to get through in a little bit of amount of time because yeah, uh, that Melvin Levitt interview took a little bit longer than I anticipated. I didn't even know that was coming. Neither did I. Uh, Excited didn't... about it, though. Love that, dude. Love it when Melvin calls. So, FCC, um, since our last broadcast, um, they played on July 14th. They won 2 to nothing at home against the Tampa Bay Rowdies. Um, Emmanuel Ledesma scored in the 54th minute, and Danny Koenig, Koenig scored in the 84th minute. And, uh, they also played on the 18th and won 2-0 at home versus Charlotte Independence. Um, Dekel Keenan, Dekel Keenan I, I hate these names. It's, it's a soccer name. Scored in the 7th uh, minute. Um, Forrest Lasso scored in the 20th minute. Like I said, we won 2-0 against the Charlotte Independence. And July 21st, we won at home 2-1. Uh, against the New York Red Bulls 2. Uh, Forrest Lasso scored in the 17th minute. Uh, Danny Koenig scored in the 25th minute against us. It was an own goal. Um, he, it ricocheted, I, I believe, with set off his head um, on a header. Um, and then Patty Barrett scored in the 35th minute. So we actually scored all three uh, goals of that 2-1 victory. <laughs> Is that... That's, that's is there some sort of like magical step behind that? That's awesome. That, that's what I'm saying. Uh, Danny Koenig, it was an own goal. I right, think it was like some, off his head. But has that ever happened before? I'm sure it's happened. Max will um, know. Max, if that's <laughs> happened before, let us know. Um, but yeah, or Bill F- FCC sitting in a in a great spot right now in first place. Um, they're up. They're up like nine points, I believe, right now. It's ridiculous how um, much they're up. They're up 44 to. Uh, they have 44 points in 21 matches played. 13 wins, 3 losses, uh, 41 goals scored, which that's only topped by one other team being the New York Red Bulls at 44. Um, Red you know, Bulls 1 or Red Bulls 2? Uh, the, the Red Bulls 1, I believe, is the MLS team. Gotcha. Um, but the, uh, the Charleston Battery is in second place right now, so it's not even Louisville at this point anymore.
1: That's good. I mean, I'm not upset about it. I'm not it. mad about it at all. They play on a baseball um, field.
0: <laughs> Louisville's actually in fourth place. Good, that's where they belong. Actually, Um, they belong down lower. But we've played, like, one more match than Charleston in second place, but we've played three more matches than both uh, Pittsburgh and Louisville, who are in third and fourth place, respectively. So that's what's going on with FCC, um, at least in the uh, short clip here, (laughs) as we're trying to kind of fly through. Um, Other quick news in Bearcats football. Preseason rankings came out today. Uh, We were ranked... Fourth, they're sleeping on us in the AAC East behind Temple, USF, and UCF um, in that order from third, second, and first because um, everyone's expecting UCF, who was undefeated and technically kind of a national champion last year. Um, but yeah, so uh, we have to play the national champions this year. That's awesome. Uh, we were uh, four and eight last year, uh, two and six against uh, the AAC. We are returning fourteen starters. And uh, I believe they're projecting us to win five games this year. Um, I think will give us more than that. I hope so. He will. It's the second year. I'm just. I understand it's the second year. I just don't know how to feel confident about Hayden Moore, our quarterback. So, Has he
1: been named the quarterback yet? I mean, he was the quarterback last year. Well, that doesn't mean anything. I mean, the guy who Saracen was, was QB1 <laughs> in Season 2 <laughs> of Friday Night Lights. And then halfway through Season 3 of Friday Night Lights, it became that other kid. Well, if Street would have been not injured. it was, No, because Street would have been a senior his first in Season 1. So he wouldn't have been in Season
0: 3. And we're rounding third. Yes, let's do it. Ed. Yes, sir. Are you going to go to a Reds game or an FCC game this year? I'm going to try. I mean, you keep saying that. I was offered tickets to tonight's game.
1: No, (laughs) last night's game. No, tonight's game. I was offered tickets to tonight's game, but tonight was the only only night that we could record, so I I didn't go. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. I have a question for you, too. Yeah. But I lost it in the middle of... um, All the commotion. I found it. Which Cincinnati brewery do you prefer? Out of all of them, yes, sir. Um, and there's like a thousand of them
0: at this point. I mean, they they continue to grow, which is way cool. Like we keep getting new spots, right? Um, I'd have to say, still, I, I think my favorite right now is still Rheingeist. I'm, I'm there too. Um, I don't know. I mean, I,
3: I it, mean, because I,
0: I, I because I don't consider it a cincy cincy brewery. Um, Braxton's up there. That's what I was just about to say. Like, Braxton's they, up there. They they come up with so many different collaborations. It's great. Um, and 50 West is really good, too. 50 West Doom Pedal? Oh, my goodness. 50 West is really good. Yes. Um, but, yeah,
1: I think it's still going to be Geist. Good. I'm, I'm there with you. I mean, there's too many to pick from. I mean, it's they all got their own thing.
0: So, hypothetically speaking.
1: Yes, hypothetically.
0: Let's say the Reds this we year masks. were going <laughs> going to be buyers. Oh. Um, realistically, because I don't expect you to know the names of any guy that you'd actually trade for. Right. Um, That's good. What position would you try and shore up if you were going to be a buyer versus uh, selling? Pitcher. Relief or starter? starting? All right. Starting pitcher. So... Fair enough.
1: I Um, want a veteran. I want a guy that's going to be in there to help the younger guys. Technically, we have that, but he's just not there to help the younger. guys. Well, he also doesn't want to help at all. (laughs) He he, we're We're in extras right now. Care what he did? We're in
0: extras right now because of him tonight.
1: And Bill and Greg can call me a hater all they want, but I also hate him, which is fine. When a guy openly says that another position on the team he's not going to be helpful, then he just doesn't want to play. Also, I like Marty Burniman.
0: Hey, Aaron. Hey, Ed.
1: Hey, oh, what's <laughs> your favorite type of electric music? Or what's your favorite electric music musician, I should say? Marshmallow. I found that out this weekend. You did. It's not just a delicious treat that you put on graham crackers and chocolate.
0: S'mores? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. He wears a, a mask, and he's got like the, the cross eyes. Yeah, he does. That you thought looked, <laughs> yeah, looked like, like a male anatomic. Anatomic. That's not a word. Anatomy. Anatomic. Anatomic. Uh part. Yeah. That's the word. Is that what you're looking um, for? Um but yeah, probably marshmallow. Okay. Um what did you think of our commute to and from Columbus? Uh, as was, far as, as far as the soundtrack goes, as far as the driver goes.
1: The, the soundtrack was decent. Um I would have preferred a little bit more country. Um us l- doing limp biscuit was fun. <laughs> that was a lot of fun on the ride home. <laughs> I think we knew both of us knew. I think I knew more words to this
0: song, that song, than you did. There, there was an overload uh, of unintentionally of Bone Thugs and Harmony. I'm okay with that too. It was fun. Boom, 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 boom. That happened. Boom, boom,
1: boom, yep. boom. And then you got really mad at that Dodge Ram at one point. I mean, he
0: was all up in McGrill. Plus, Not we were in Columbus,
1: way. so you know that yeah. happens.
0: Well, he was a hillbilly. Yeah. Well, hey, what's your favorite Adam Dunn moment? My favorite Adam Dunn moment. Yeah. I don't, I don't really have one. It's probably that phone call. I mean, for lack of anything else, there wasn't like a standout Adam Dunn moment for me as far as like right. on the field. are um, just different times. Like the Reds will tweet every once in a while on this day in Adam history, beats Adam, a home run, and like, I'm like,
1: I forgot about that. Yeah,
0: I mean, I don't know. I I don't feel like there is anything like. The Jay Bruce walk-off. Yeah. Or, like... The Todd Frazier home run for
1: Teddy or anything like or that. Or the
0: home run derby. Oh, yeah, that too. Um, there wasn't, like, a, a no-hitter moment or winning the World Series or anything like that for him. So, I don't know. I mean, I know he was a mainstay for a long time. That's true. And I know he hit a lot of home runs, but there wasn't just, like, a, an Adam Dunn moment where I was like, That's my guy. That's true. So I don't know. Um, are you gonna buy Madden? Uh,
1: no, I don't, I, I'm done. I'm done buying Madden. It's the same game every year. So, it, uh, ooh, this year you can hit the the joystick to the left and do a juke move.
0: Like, no, that's I do that every year. So it comes out on August 10th, and I'm not buying it. And. Antonio Brown's on the cover And that's another reason why I'm not buying it That's a reason that I'm contemplating not buying it I will buy NBA 2K19 So do you remember how I told you that there was a storyline last year And that Street did the voice for the storyline last year He did? Yeah Oh yeah, you did tell me that Street was one of the two voices for the storyline Yeah, you told me that So they're bringing him back Oh, awesome And it's going to be the same two characters And Street's going to be the voice again I don't know how that works, but
1: I mean, I'm okay with it if you're okay with it.
3: Texas Forever. forever. Yo, everybody, listen up. Let's do it. Let's touch God this
1: time, boys. Sometimes I just wish he had the volume up a little more. Dude, that's the volume all the way up. I think it's just that clip. Texas Forever. Alright. Is it my turn? Yep. Okay. Hey, uh, speaking of our trip that we just took, yeah, uh, what's the best gas station food?
0: Um, I mean, I just like buying gummies, like gummy bears, gummy worms. That's you did buy gummy worms, yeah. Um, I didn't, because I'm on Akita. I just, I don't know. For me, it's it's fruity, chewy snacks. Yep. I mean, it sounds
1: delicious. As long as you're not buying gas station sushi, we're good. Yeah, I'm not never, never, ever, No. I bought a a gas station egg salad sandwich once. Oh, no. It was a
0: desperate moment. (laughs) So, Ed. Yes, sir. What are your thoughts about Jimmy G this week? Because a lot of stuff happened with Jimmy G this week. Do you know who Jimmy G is? Please elaborate. Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, okay. I don't know what happened. Uh, The quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. (laughs) Um, this week, he said that him and Brady almost went to blows while he was in New England because he thought he was a better quarterback than Tom Brady. Well, he might be. I, I mean, right now, he's undefeated and never lost. I mean, he also didn't have deflake eight. Uh, correct. Yeah. Um, he also was seen on a date with porn star Kiara Mita i heard about this, this a little bit. And Kiera Mia is known for doing impersonations of Kim Kardashian. What? So, at this point, is Kanye it fair, West
1: is going to be mad.
0: Is it fair to call Jimmy G Jimmy Garabajo? Is it fair to call him that? Have you been holding that in all night? I have been. Uh, yes. How has that not come out before? I mean, it's, been, you it's, been, you it's because I've been holding this one on for rounding third. I can't believe you held on to it that long. I mean, can you say he's keeping up with a Kardashian?
1: I guess so. I, I mean,
0: that's a. I I heard about this. And on when the, I say keeping up with the Kardashian, I mean keeping up. Stop with a Kardashian. This is a PG show, <laughs> weirdo.
1: <laughs> I mean, good for him. I mean, I guess if he can do it, then he can do it. But I don't. I don't. I don't. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why he would have to do. I, it's it's an interesting concept. You know, he's just
0: living his best life. He's living his
1: best him, I think I mean, is what we're good trying for to him. say right here. But uh, hey Aaron. Hey,
0: <laughs> Kiki, you love me? Are you riding? Say you never from beside me cuz I want you.
1: Are you in your feelings? I mean, I am now. Are you going to do the in your feelings challenge? No. No, I would wreck my car. Dude, you got to be like the smart people Just have somebody drive it You're the passenger
0: I'd still wreck my car Okay I'm okay. not I broke my collarbone playing kickball for God's sake That's a good point You should stay in the car <laughs> That's a
1: great point Danielle don't let him do that
0: <laughs> Alright That's all we got for uh, rounding third So Hey if I give a shout out real quick Yeah
1: a, um, Thursday is my 10 year wedding anniversary To my wonderful wife Michelle and uh, I just want to say happy anniversary, honey. And uh, it's been an awesome 10 years, and
0: I can't wait for our trip. Michelle, thanks for putting up with him. Yeah, you're you're a saint. Years. She is a saint.
1: That's a true statement.
0: So, that's an awkward transition now as it we was. go to Bomb of the like, Week. I wanted to do it at the beginning. <laughs> I wanted to do it at the beginning. And then and then I was
1: so worried about it. I was trying to get the other <laughs> stuff done, and I, I forgot. So... <laughs> I still love you. Let's check out what's in my fridge. Uh, all right. Oh, no, we're not. No, it's no. I'm sorry. It's the bum of the week. I just said that. That's why it was an awkward transition. Could you say it again, please? Because I was bum afraid of the week. thank you. It's the bum
0: of the week. Bum of the week. No? Well, I guess Ed is the bum of the week. <laughs> it's the bum of the week.
2: Because you're training like a damn bum,
3: you know that? Bum. Oh, a bum.
2: A bum!
0: You're a bum!
1: And that's all you'll ever be! A bum! Well, that hurts, man. We're talking about the bum of the week now. Bum of the week. So my bum of the week is going to be the gentleman who called 911 because he had been fouled hard in a pickup game at a life fitness center. Alright. Get out of here! Did you hear the audio on that? No, I have not yet. It was hilarious. Well, first of all, you... Don't call a foul in a pickup game. They were friends. Be a man. Don't call a foul. They were friends. I mean, unless you're bleeding or your leg is laying on the ground, you don't call a foul (laughs) in a pickup
0: game. Like I've been actually uh, maimed to the point where I no longer have a leg. It's been amputated. One of my old bosses
1: like literally threw an elbow in my face. I had to go walk back upstairs, blood in my face, and I was like, there's
0: no foul. There's no foul. Clean. Huh. Your bum. My bum of the week... It's the Cubs kid. The kid? Did you see the kid who they were trying to give a foul ball to? Yes. And he didn't get it? And the guy behind him got it? Yes. Did you hear the rest of the story? Yes. Did you? Yes. Okay. He, the gentleman who got the ball... Had gotten three balls that game. And gave it to three kids, including that kid sitting in front of him. Correct. So why does the kid... Get a signed ball in addition to a game ball that he already had. Because you can't judge a book by the cover. So he gets a signed Javi ball. Which is horrible. Throw it in the trash. This guy behind him is vilified the same way they did the guy Steve Bartman. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah. So why is he getting vilified when he's been nothing but a saint giving away balls? And he's like, you know what? I think I want to give this one to my girl. It's not like that kid who got the foul ball, who pulled the old okey-doke, and was like, here, I got this other one here in my glove. You can have this one pretty older lady next to me. Not like that kid. But this guy, he's just minding his own damn business, giving away balls to every kid who wants one. He's like, you know what? I think I'm going to keep one. Because this kid didn't get it. He's already got one. I think it's the Cubs kid. He's a bum. Yeah.
1: All right. We're giving them Shouldn't the Shouldn't have taken the hobby ball. We'll let the people vote. Just saying. We'll let the we're people vote. We're actually
0: going to put a poll this, this, up this week. Well, it's because we didn't have to access to social media now. Well, I mean, so there's that. Yeah, there's that. So, yeah,
1: Cubs kid. Bum. Ooh, also, I forgot to count up the winner for the koozie. Well, I was going to say, I think we should redo that because nobody did more than one day. Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, we'll try it again with this episode. Whoever, unless unless you saw more than one day. I saw nobody with more than one day. I will check. And I know I did more than one day. I know you did. I will check, and if anybody did it more than one day, I will throw them up as the winner. If not, then I will um, start it all over
0: again. Cool. All right. Try and get a koozie. We'll simplify it this we time. We still have to make them. Yes.
1: She's upstairs making stuff right now. We should sort of make a koozie. Um... Yeah, Kiki, do you love me? <laughs> it's gonna Ed, stuck in my head. what's in your fridge? There's a lot of stuff in there because you just refilled it. There was oh. a water in there. Alright, Ed. I got it out of the freezer and it blew up on me. I'm
0: going I'm to give you what you've been talking and about. The the show. Let's give them something. I is this the death pedal?
1: Yeah, let's do this. The doom pedal. This is one of Clinton's favorites. We haven't done that yet, right? I don't think so. All right. If we have, then
0: it's and okay then, to do it again. I saw a new one that I hadn't seen before. Is that like strawberry? It is a strawberry. It's called Soul Drifter Blonde Ale by Tree.
1: I feel like I have had that before. It is a strawberry beer. And I believe it's very good.
0: Ale brewed with strawberries. 4.3 alcohol percent by volume.
1: For the next episode, I'm going to see if they have uh, Hell or High Watermelon in stock. You're going to love that one.
0: Is it a Cincy brewed beer? No. Maybe think again. Oh. Wah, wah. I think
1: you'll still like it. But we have here we have the uh, Fifty West Doom Pedal, the White Ale. It's a uh, well every every beer is a journey, and join us for the for the ride.
0: You're a journey. I am. All oh, right.
1: Stop All right.
0: Strawberry Mad Tree. Let's we'll see what Hold you got. On
1: to your I got a special treat for you guys at the end of the show. Eh. So so. What'd you do? Did you shake this one up? No. Let's try it. What's the uh, percentage on that? Does it have anything on there? Awesome. Ooh, oh, that's so good. Uh, 5.5% alcohol by volume. Oh, you're doing better than me. This is so good. I'm going to take this down to Louisville. Mm, they got it at Kroger. Oh, no. This is so good. All right. Well, show me what you got.
0: What? Lil' Mama. Are you so.
1: quoting That's, songs now?
0: Jay-Z. Just, what do you got? You said you, she said you have that. a treat at the
1: end. This is the end. Oh, it's, you'll find out. All right. It's going to get added in at the end. That's all we got. That's all we got. Check you next week. Have a good one.
0: Minute after minute, hour
1: after hour,
0: everybody's
3: running. But have them and look what's going on in the kitchen. But I don't know what's cooking. They say I got to learn, but nobody's here to teach me. If they can't understand it, how can they reach me? I guess they can't. I guess they won't. I guess they front. That's why I know my life is out of love, fool.